0: out of timeouts. Adams gives it back to Russ. Deep shot! It! What a perfect ending to a historic day! Oh. SGA trying to size up Russell. Oh, oh what a nifty move! Foul enough space as he chisels his way to the rim. Yo, what is going on you guys? This is another Loud City Views podcast. I'm your host in today's episode. My name is Jason Batacchio. You can follow me on my personal Twitter account at Jason or at J underscore Batacchio um, or the Thunder account at views from OKC. Um, Today we are being joined again by Tyler. Say what's up, man going on everybody getting into some rumors here today Finally yes got some sir news underway i know man after a long two weeks of just wondering what is going to happen we have coaching rumors we have trade rumors Woj just tweeted about the oklahoma city thunder engaging with the Phoenix Suns, and trade Talks. And honestly, that's what the main thing about is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Um, really, coaching-wise, the only thing that we've heard um, about a potential coach is Will Weaver. Um, and we know-
1: there was a thing that came out today that Will Weaver is still interviewing with the Pelicans and the Rockets for their assistant coaching job today. Yes. So the Thunder have competition still.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so we really still – um, with the draft a week away, we don't know who the Oklahoma City Thunder coach is going to be. Um, I would, you know, maybe expect it to happen maybe within the next week, especially as the draft is coming. Um, lots of moves are coming. So, uh, yeah, we, we have a, a lot of stuff happening. Um, but really, the only thing that we wanted to talk about today um, was some Phoenix Suns and Oklahoma City Thunder trades. Um, I know Tyler has made one and then I have made one. Um, You might have seen the one that I just posted on the Thunder Twitter account. Don't look if you're listening to this podcast because that's the trade that I have. Um, But if you've already seen it, you kind of already have a sneak peek as to what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Um, But yeah, let's just get right into it. Um, So, Tyler, what is your trade that you have lined up for us today?
1: All right. So my trade is going to include a lot of pieces. Um, It's a three-team trade between the Phoenix Suns the okay. Golden State Warriors, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Phoenix gets their point guard and Chris Ball, along with the 25th pick, that Thunder pick. Okay. The Warriors would get Dennis Schroeder, Kelly Oubre, and the Phoenix pick. Oklahoma City would end up with Ricky Rubio, Andrew Wiggins, the second pick, and a Minnesota 2021 pick. But they got in the Wiggins trade. Honestly, I think this trade works for all three teams. Suns get their point guard. Warriors get two young pieces for that second pick, and they only fall down to 10 in the draft. Thunder get the second pick, a Minnesota pick next year, along with a talented piece, and Andrew Wiggins say that you can build around.
0: Yeah, that's not bad at all. Um, I, I think, honestly, that works out for all three teams. Um, you know, the, the – oh, wow, that's not a bad trade at all. Um, like you said, for the Thunder, they get the second pick. Um, whether or not it's LaMelo Ball, Wiseman, or Anthony Edwards, really, really hoping that you know, if they do trade up, they get Edwards. Um, but yeah, that that's a solid trade. Um, the Warriors they get that needed wing depth in Kelly Oubre Jr., um, he would, Kelly he would U-
1: replace Wiggins in that starting lineup, He'd yeah, right in there, and, and, and our sixth man off the bench for Curry and Clay,
0: yeah. And honestly, Kelly Oubre is an upgrade, um from andrew wiggins in two ways one he's on an expiring you don't have to deal with that naggy max contract that andrew wiggins has um and he's he's a decent um three and d player you know sometimes he's passable on defense but you really get a solid up-and-coming wing in kelly Oubre jr um the only negative thing about kelly Oubre is that um he has that fan base that follows him that calls him the prettiest (laughs) nba player in the world which i'm not denying you know well he he might be a a pretty fellow but uh you know that it's definitely one of the downsides <laughs> um Tyler has his own opinions about that but yeah for the for the warriors that works out great um now looking at the suns um they finally get a the point guard that they've wanted um you know they tried having that in Ricky Rubio this year it didn't work out um all season they until the work bubble better
1: than normal they almost made the playoffs
0: well, yeah, um, but that was more because of the bubble. Like, how much can we attribute the bubble being just a fluke rather than um, the whole entire season, you know? Um, but if you
1: are the Suns, you definitely are going to take a shot at the guy who finished top five in the MVP. For one, he's a great leader, and you're if you're trying to build yep. around Booker and Ayton, they need a leader on this team. And Chris yeah. Paul is either going to show you their weaknesses really fast, yep. or they're going to listen to him, and it's going to be a thriving
0: team. I I think that the if CP three does go to the Suns, right? Um, I it's think gonna it be becomes like the they're
1: going to be a top five team in the West next year. Well, probably.
0: well, that or it turns into a Philadelphia seventy sixers situation, um, kind of like what happened with Jimmy Butler, where they just don't get along because you know CP three wants this this much out of them. He wants them to play defense every possession, um, and they just aren't having it. DeAndre a Minnesota Timberwolves,
1: not Philadelphia, but yes. Oh yes, well. I thought that there where, was where the Jimmy problems. went into the with the
0: third stringers
1: in the Minnesota practice and showed yes. up Cat and Wiggins. I thought yeah. the same thing.
0: I thought the same thing happened in Philadelphia too. Where, I mean, um...
1: supposedly it was, but then he called out and said that Joel was the best center in the league during the playoffs and how he wants Joel back on the team. So I don't think it was as bad in Philly as it was in That's Minnesota. True. Mid he, Minnesota, he hated Cat and Wiggins. That he said they both didn't have effort to play basketball. And Jimmy straight up showed him up with the G Leaguers in practice, and did not yeah. score a single point on him, and <laughs> still won the game.
0: Yeah. Um, for the Suns though, I I think that the the piece that they need is a. I'm I'm not saying that um, Chris Paul is a superstar, but a superstar type player. Um, Chris He's Paul's a top def- five
1: MVP candidate. And of course, you well, got to throw him with the superstar. I mean, maybe because of his age, but.
0: Yes, on the edge of a superstar caliber player. Um, if if CP three can lead a Shea Gildas Alexander, Danilo Gallinari, Dennis Schroeder led team. Um, then there's no doubt in my mind that a cb3 devin booker deandre ayton and then whoever else is on the supporting cast is going to make the playoffs next year especially if devin booker takes the next step like we saw in the bubble um whether or not you believe that is a fluke or not i personally don't believe it is um That team's going to be deadly because a Devin Booker, CP3 backcourt, that's insane. You have CP3 who's going to set the tempo on the offense. Um, A DeAndre Ayton and CP3 pick and roll. um, I can't even imagine what that would be like. Uh, CP3 hasn't had a legit center um, other than DeAndre Jordan, yeah,
1: DeAndre, Jordan. <laughs> um, DeAndre
0: Ayton may be the second best or the best center that CB3 has ever played with. And a lot of cp 3s game is centered around being inside the pick and roll. So I, I think that, that that would work out perfectly. Um, the really only big wrinkle that I see happening is kind of where Booker fits in on the offense because you know that Booker likes having the ball in his hand um but he's also shown that he can play off the ball Um, i think
1: i think he turned into a clay thompson
0: yeah uh, you know a clay thompson that can get his own shot other than you know just a three-pointer you know um so there's a lot of things that play and that that phoenix team becomes really good really efficient really quickly um because of cp3 you know um looking at it from the thunder aspect I really like it for the Thunder. Um, if all the rumors are true about them wanting to trade up into the top three and get a Lamella Ball, Anthony Edwards, or Wiseman, um, this is this is the clear shot for them to do that. Um, you know, and and it benefits and all,
1: Wiggins on top of it. Who? Yeah, and, we've seen in the right scenario, I believe, can be a talented player still.
0: Yeah, exactly, and. I, I'm not a fan of the Wiggins contract. I'm I'm not a fan of the Wiggins work ethic. But that being said, I I do believe in the Oklahoma City Thunder training staff. Wiggins um,
1: has killed us every time he plays us too. Yes. There's something so, about how
0: he plays in Chesapeake. Peak. So maybe maybe he just transfers that that energy that he has a playing against the Oklahoma City Thunder to everyone else on the entire league. And maybe the Oklahoma City Thunder scouting team training staff um, figures out what is wrong with Andrew Wiggins and lights a fire. And you know what? That that's happened with teams before that's happened with players before, you know, sometimes it, it takes the right team, um, the right belief in a player for them to, you know, finally get to the point Um, you know, look at Victor Oladipo um, traded mm-hmm. to the Pacers becomes an all-star type player. Um, finally start the living up to that contract that the Oklahoma city thunder signed him to um, in his first year, you know, Um. Different. It's obviously a very different. Isaiah Thomas scenario. was another one with the Celtics. Yeah, yeah. That system became an MVP candidate. Exactly. Um. But yeah, it would definitely be something to work around. Um. The Thunder would get two very, very good young assets to build around. Um, and you get the the. I mean, you get
1: that pick, of course, and you're also set with a Minnesota pick in 2021, exactly. which may still be pretty solid. I don't yeah. think Minnesota's making the playoffs next year. If you look at the West, yeah. even if, even if they do keep that number one pick, I still don't see them making the playoffs. And yep. that's going to be another lottery pick on top of your lottery pick when you're out of the play. And that's two lottery picks right there.
0: Exactly. Um, so yeah, Tyler, I really like your trade. Um, I don't know where you got it. I don't know if you made it yourself.
1: Uh, um, no, let me, let me shout out the creator real quickly. Um, Alex Rohe, uh, he's the co-host of the Oklahoma City Topic Thunder podcast. Uh,
0: ah, nice. Works nice. for uh, the Daily Thunder, too. So,
1: shout out to him for drawing out that trade. But on his Twitter poll right now, 43% of people agree with him and says it's, it's an absolute, absolute deal. Uh, the only people who are complaining are Warrior fans because they feel like they could get more for that second pick.
0: Yeah, and I, I definitely agree. I think the Warriors could get more for that second pick. Um, there's going to be, you know – hungry teams that want that but um i in this trade personally i feel like that all three teams are benefited and you don't see that a lot with three team trades so Mm -hmm. um definitely something to look at um who do i think wins the trade outright um i i would have to go the the thunder Um, i mean long run probably the thunder short run
1: it could be Warriors. either the Warriors or the Suns or The Suns, the Suns yeah. jump into a top five team in the West.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: definitely succeed in that trade. It's one of those, it looks like the Anthony Davis to the Lakers trade where both yeah. teams win the trade. I mean, yep. yes, the Lakers won the trade more because they won the championship, but the Pelicans have a future now, B.I. and Lonzo.
0: And, yep. And, and Brandon Ingram, that that's another guy you can look at. Brandon Ingram wasn't working yeah. with the Lakers turned into an all-star type player with the Pelicans. You know, maybe the same thing happens for, uh, Wiggins bonus is on the, another one. Yeah, another bonus. player. Yeah. Um, So you know, I, I like this trade for the Thunder. Um, like I said, the only downside is that Wiggins contract. If he doesn't work out, Um right now it's one of the worst contracts in the what NBA. traded
1: for Chris Paul's contract, it's not that bad. Twenty-five year old.
0: Shout out Tiller for that. a
1: thirty-eight year old point
0: guard. Shout out Tiller for saying that Chris Paul's contract is the worst. <laughs> contract in any business imaginable. <laughs>
1: I would much uh, rather Andrew Wiggins twenty five million than Chris Paul's forty million.
0: That's a hot take. I would definitely take Chris Paul's forty three million over the next two years over Wiggins twenty five million over the next four years. Because at least you know what you're getting with Chris Paul. You know that he's going to be an all star type player. Whereas Wiggins I would you... take
1: bulk their contracts over Al Horford though. Oh, <laughs> uh. <laughs>
0: I'm never going to live that down. I'm never going to live that down. Okay. All right, so I think we're both on an agreement that we both like this trade. Um do you have any more thoughts about it before you present? No,
1: I think um, that's it. I know you've got a trade drone up. I've seen it and I do like it too. So let's talk about it. Yes, sir. It.
0: All right. So now pivoting to my trade. Um it's also a three team trade. I guess we just wanted to be super complex about everything. Here, so, real
1: quick, we'll just run down the trade we are seeing. If they do not do a three-team trade, is Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, the tenth pick, pick, and a twenty twenty-two Suns pick for Chris Paul? Yeah, it's a trade. It happens. We move up to ten. We still have our twenty-fifth pick. To we add Kelly Oubre, it'd be a good good trade for the Thunder and the Suns yeah. both. Yeah. We're looking I, at the bigger picture and trying to go bigger than that.
0: though so. yeah, and and the Thunder in Kelly Oubre and Ricky Rubio um, say they get. Uh, the both of those players—they're both on expiring contracts, and with the salary cap being the way it is, expirings are super valuable. Um, especially in COVID nineteen land, where you don't really know what the salary cap's going to look like. Um, and so Rubio I, truthfully isn't—I mean, it is a downgrade from Chris Paul, but they play
1: very similar. Yes, uh, where they're going to get the—they're going to facilitate the offense. They're not going to score a lot. Um, and. Schroeder can still come off the bench at the 6th minute if we keep him around.
0: Yeah, well, then this trade. uh, Your trade doesn't do that, so that's why. (laughs) All right, so um, this trade that I have, um, so I'll just break it down from the Thunder's point of view first. So it's a three-team trade. and involves the Oklahoma City Thunder, um, the Phoenix Suns, and the Minnesota Timberwolves, right? So the Thunder are getting Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre Jr., um, the 10th pick in the draft and the 17th pick in the draft. And you might be wondering how the hell do they get all that at all those assets. So the Suns get Chris Paul and Jarrett Culver from the Timberwolves. And then the Timberwolves get Dennis Schroeder and Cameron Johnson. Um, to break it down for the Thunder, they get Ricky Rubio and Kelly Uber Jr. Um, two possibly two big assets that you can flip for even more assets going into the trade deadline, or you can keep them um, for the team. Now Um, you get the 10th pick um, and the 17th pick um, and you keep your 25th pick. Um, Honestly, in this trade, I feel like that um, instead of swapping Jarrett Culver and Cameron Johnson, you could just throw the Timberwolves, the thunder 25th pick. And you know, everyone's happy in this trade. um, You know, so looking at it, um, the Thunder get the 10th and 17th pick, and that gives them the possibility to trade into the top five, maybe the top ten. Um, say they want an Isaac or Corot, um, you know, any of the the top ten players. I just threw out Isaac or Carew because we
1: we looked at we talked about this last time where the Thunder did have an interview with Killian Hayes, who's projected to go in the top ten. That could be a guy yeah. they're moving up to
0: look at too. Yep, um, yep. Um, so uh, who's that seven foot guy from um? that they were possibly talking about um had a draft promise i forget his name
1: uh which one was
0: it poo to poo tv i
1: don't know which guy you're talking about i don't think i've heard about this
0: i liked it. <laughs> um maybe maybe i don't know what i'm talking about anyways um so then then you have oh snap why did my phone freeze okay Hold on. Let me let me get back to the trade. Let me get back to the trade. You talking about that French guy who shoots the threes? Yes, that guy. He's, he's next draft. He's next draft. Oh, okay. Um, so then the Suns get Chris Paul and Jarrett Culver, and then the Timberwolves get Dennis Schroeder and Cameron Johnson. Um, the only piece of this trade is that is questionable to me is Jarrett Culver leaving for Cameron Johnson, right? Obviously, Jarrett Culver's a way better player than Cameron Johnson. So I feel like, um, to make this trade valuable, you throw in the Thunder's 25th pick in there mm-hmm. and everyone's happy. Um, because, you know, obviously the Timberwolves are losing a major asset, um, in Jarrett Culver. Um, the Suns lost Kelly Uber Jr., so they need a wing. Jarrett Culver fills in that spot. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. what What do you What do you think about this trade?
1: I, I like this trade. Uh, the only like you said, the downfall is I don't know if Minnesota gives up Jarrett Culver. Um, yeah, I feel like just giving up on him that fast. What he did at Texas Tech, being the sixth pick in the draft, he's he's a six foot seven small forward that can also play point guard. And I think with this new look offense of D'Angelo Russell and cat and whoever they select with the first pick be that anthony edwards we've heard lamella we've heard um james wiseman even right now uh, whoever they select you could still run jared culver in any one of those three lineups as a starter and i think he yeah. would be very well to thrive with those guys and it's somebody you should build with and especially with malik beasley getting arrested you don't know how true much you can trust him, because I, I thought Malik Beasley was going to be one of those guys that Minnesota kept around for a while, and the way he, with him getting arrested this offseason, maybe he isn't, and they now trust Jarrett Culver a little bit more, but they have a lot of cap space going into next year, because you have D'Lo and Cat on the max, but you have James Johnson on the $18 million player option, you get rid of that, and you have another contract that you could add 20-plus to anybody, really, and add to that team, and that's why I feel like they should keep Jared Culver for now to see if they yeah. can add another piece and maybe, and I'm still down. I don't think it will happen, but there's all been those rumors that Minnesota could trade that first pick for Ben Simmons. I think that is the thing that Minnesota should do because I feel like Ben Simmons would thrive with D'Angelo Russell and Kat.
0: But, okay. All right. So since you're saying no on this trade, so say Oklahoma city trades the 25th pick to Minnesota do you think that they're they're happy with that trade now
1: i mean i think they're happy with it it's just i don't know if jared culver for Schroeder and cam johnson is just something they're going to look at i okay. i'm not saying it's a it's a it's a working trade for all three teams i think dennis schroeder is a great piece for minnesota i think the Suns would be happy to have kelly uh to chris paul and uh jared culver and the thunder are happy with the two picks they get in kelly uber I think it works for all three teams. I just don't know if I'm sitting there as a Minnesota GM, if I'm ready to give up yet on Jared Culver. On Culver. Okay.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so Culver's the – so what other pieces other than Culver? Because obviously – I mean, three, I,
1: I would – if it was me, I'm throwing Malik Beasley in there.
0: Didn't I, I feel like Malik Beasley is not expendable at all. I mean, he has a drug possession charge. And then he also has a charge for aiming a gun at a family that was.
1: That's why I feel like they stripped him. But they didn't cut him. True. If they were going to do this, they would have cut him
0: immediately. It's very true. Uh,
1: And they haven't yet. So they they at least are giving him a second option. I mean, he was a really good player in Denver. And I feel like in the right decision, in the right situation, he could play good. Um,
0: Interesting. Okay. But
1: yeah, I mean, if, if they were going to just say he's not worth anything, they would have cut him. And they haven't done that yet. So I feel like they're keeping him on the team really play i assume he got some repercussions from the Timberwolves organization for sure but uh yeah i don't know um, the details about you that you know or.
0: now that i kind of think about this trade i feel like it's more plausible for all all two of them to just happen separately mm-hmm. like say say the thunder you know they get kelly oubre um that 10th pick and then ricky rubio and instead of having the Cameron Johnson for Jarrett Culver thing, you just do those trades separately, and you trade Dennis Schroeder for pick 17 straight up. Yeah. Do you think that that's more likely?
1: I think I think that's more likely for sure. Okay. And
0: as the Thunder, and I know I just dissed on Blake Beasley, but I'd bring him in and give him a shot. I honestly yeah. would. Um, do you think that the Thunder – end up trading in in either of those scenarios do you think they end up trading their 25th pick i would see it more likely for that 25th pick going to the suns because they want to keep a pick um yeah. because they're giving up the 10th pick in Ubre and rubio instead of that pick going to the the timberwolves because they still have this I, I think set, it it, it would pick. it would more look like the suns for
1: sure but i mean yeah. the the trade we were talking about with the suns they give up two first rounders and they don't get the 25th pick yeah so oh. i I think it is possible that it could go to Minnesota too. Just depends on how much they're looking at.
0: Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like one of the, um, me and you were talking about it yesterday, we were talking about what were the two most expendable picks that Presti would want to trade right now. Um, you know, the lowest value picks. Um, and I feel like that the, the first one right now is the 25th pick because right now that one still has some value but it's not like the highest value but it's still a first pick no. you know i um, a first round pick and then next year's miami pick i feel like that one is also a low value pick that you can trade um without losing a lot um you know and it has protections
1: on it too i believe because that was a big thing yes. about the gala trade was Presty was trying to take those protections off of it
0: yes and miami
1: didn't want to do that
0: yeah what what are the protections is it top i'm gonna assume there?
1: it's top 10 yeah, because um, they were fighting hard for that, and I don't think it was lottery because I don't think they would have been fighting that hard because it just goes to two seconds. If it's, it's yeah. top ten, I believe it's a first round pick.
0: So let's see, let's look it up. Um, not the Miami Dolphins,
1: <laughs> but I mean, most likely they're going to be another playoff team. They're just going to yeah. get better.
0: Um, yeah, definitely.
1: Especially since they try to aim for Giannis mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one. Yes. Um. um so. Play they competitive team
0: yeah so i think that that kind of like wraps up today's episode honestly tyler i think your trade wins um i think that that's one. I mean, of it's being, not my
1: trade it's, it's Alex's or, trade, but yes yes um, my, you're the, the one i found
0: yes the one you found um i think the downfall of my trade is the Jarrett culver piece um with cameron johnson now looking at it i think it's it's more viable for um, you know, the Thunder to trade up straight up with the Suns and then trade straight up with the Wolves rather than it just happening in a three-team. I was just intrigued to see um, whether or not it could occur with a three-team.
1: And um, I saw this rumor yesterday. I don't know the full details of it, uh, but we'll talk about it more. But just throwing it out there so everyone knows, there were rumors that the Celtics were interested in Steven Adams and Dennis Schroeder. Don't know what we would get in that trade. I would assume Gordon Hay would have to be a part of any package to max contracts, but um, – interesting they were being talked about with Boston close to the trade deadline too, or not trade deadline, but to the draft. And could be something we could look at. I know Boston has been really high on Steven Adams in the last couple of years with them needing this center. So it'd be something to look at to see if they actually make the move on that.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, yeah. um, I think that wraps up today's episodes. Honestly, next week, we all know that a lot is going to happen in the Thunder universe. Um, so we B-O. may be
1: back the end of this week if Chris Paul gets traded in the next couple days um, if,
0: if the Thunder hire coach if Gallo's yeah. traded if Schroeder's traded we will be ready to podcast um, but if
1: not Monday we will have our draft uh recap or preview I guess what we could say.
0: yes well it's going to be like kind of like a mock draft but it's it's going to be more Thunder a mock
1: draft for the Thunder <laughs> yeah
0: um we're we're going to be kind of going over the scenarios um whether or not Oklahoma like if Oklahoma City does this I'm not gonna spoil too much because I want y'all to be excited about it um but um be on the lookout for that episode it's gonna be a fun one um but yeah we we really hope you enjoyed this episode give the podcast a five-star rating um check us out on Spotify um Apple Podcasts check out the Twitter um Tyler you can plug your Twitter if you want
1: it's baggyself1 you guys can follow me if you want I but,
0: yeah, we'll
1: definitely be here Monday if not anything happens this week. I would assume, though, a coach will be hired this week. I will yep. go out. If I had to put money on it, a coach will be hired this week because I don't think there's ever it, – it may be, not off the top of my head, that a team has gone into the draft without a head coach. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think that's a smart decision for any franchise to go into the draft without a head coach.
0: <laughs> I, I saw a uh, when the election was happening, um, somebody tweeted, I don't know who it was. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm not giving you credit. Um, but they said, after the election is over, the Thunder are going to announce whoever the loser was as their head coach. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, yeah. Could you imagine Donald Trump as the head coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder?
1: <laughs> it would be huge. huge. It would be huge. Uh,
0: anyways, um, yeah, that's the end of today's episode. Uh, we hope you guys have a great – now it's Wednesday. It's 12.04 in the morning. We hope you guys have a great Wednesday. Um, peace out. Yeah, see you.